Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large, our long-form interviews, available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. Kia is facing criticism after selling a map that had a little something missing. Customers in Washington, D.C. noticed the $30 map of the world forgot to show New Zealand. I'm not sure which one is more surprising there, that Ikea forgot New Zealand or that Ikea sells world maps for $30. Bear in mind, you can buy an entire dining room table at Ikea for $39. So by that pricing, a world map should cost negative $40. John Oliver back on the HBO. Happy to see that. Oh, was he gone for a while? Yeah. yeah. I know we haven't played clips for a while. Yeah, he takes a little, uh, every now and then he'll take like a month or so off. Can I do that? <laughs> How about a little presidential trivia for this President's Day? I was enjoying the quiz form, so let's do that again. Anybody can answer. Who was the only U.S. president to also serve as Chief Justice of the Supreme Court? Trump! Was. <laughs> No, Cardi. That's not correct. <laughs> and we're going to need you to ring in, please. <laughs> Was it Big Will Taft, Franklin Pierce, Rutherford B. Hayes, or William McKinley? Obama! <laughs> That's not right either, Hank. I don't know. I'll guess McKinley in an entirely because it's a guess. I'm really, I'm a little, uh, a little hurt that you guys don't know this. I'm a little uh, also feeling slightly superior because I did. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So you're willing to make fat jokes about William Howard Taft, but you don't know he was also the chief justice of the Supreme Court. I'm always willing to make fat jokes. I'm surrounded by idiots, my friends. We should probably revisit the national anthem that got sung at the uh, NBA All-Star Game. Andrew Jackson, turn up the music again. Andrew Jackson <laughs> would punch please. you in the face. I'm sorry, please. Andrew Jackson would like to punch you in the face. That's right. He's the first president to ride a choo-choo train. That's funny. That's uh, the technology of the future for California until recently, the choo-choo train. And finally this. Zachary Taylor, terrible president, received his nomination for the presidency late because he refused all postage due correspondence. So evidently the party sent him his, hey, you're our presidential nominee, postage due. He said, I don't want this. Take this back. Anybody won't pay for a stamp I don't want to hear from. Good for him, I say. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's something. Hey, uh, by the by, this, this is actually really revealing. Then we'll get to more important stuff. But Thomas Jefferson wrote his own epitaph. That's your, uh, you know, your who was he, essentially. Um, specifically, I guess, on, on, for his grave. Take note, and I quote, author of the Declaration of American Independence, author of the Statute of Virginia for Religious Freedom, and the father of the University of Virginia. That's what he wanted on his gravestone. Left something out. Didn't want slaveholder? Can you guess what? No. Wrong again. Left out president. 
didn't consider it the equal of those other achievements. I would argue that he was right. I think he made the right choice, uh, other than maybe the Louisiana Purchase. But um, I like that. He was more proud of his ideas than his office. Good for you, TJ. Wow, that's hard to imagine now, isn't it? It is, but that also speaks to the president was not a king at that time. It was an important position, but it was not a kingly position like it is now. Yeah, it was very limited government, and the executive branch had limited powers. Um. So uh, here's a traitor to our nation. Uh, singing the national anthem before the NBA All-Star game yesterday. A, a bit of uh, prejudice there, prejudice, prejudged. Like to hear it? Thank you. Starting right there. Well, you stop it right there. Whoa, whoa, I'm so, the what national now? anthem does not start with the word well. Wait. Up against the wall. Oh, 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 oh. You'll be executed as a traitor. Wow. That's strong stuff. Well. It's old. Well, say, can you? Again? (laughs) You forget the words? Can you see? This is just Uh a completely different melody. This is like female friendly soft rock. So hold on. For I don't a second. mind the tune. No, it's, it's just, just not. It's yeah. The national anthem. So that's really the contention. It's perfectly. I like. It sounds nice, but that's not the song. No. No. Um, I mean, I'm th- is the anthem just words, or s- is it? Some s- somebody said they <laughs> they set the national anthem's words to a '70s Folger commercial. That <laughs> <laughs> so is kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> So we just need to decide, do you get to come up with any music you want and just read the words to it? We don't do that for other songs, really. No. Happy birthday to you. I mean, you just don't do it. Right, right. If, if, If I'm hired to sing Stairway to Heaven and I sing... There's a lady who knows all that's glittered is gold, and she's buying a stairway. That's, that's, that's a perfectly good version of stairway to heaven. heaven. Well, it's a version. It's a perversion. Yes. But that doesn't make you a traitor to your nation. It yeah. makes you a traitor to Led Zeppelin. Right. This man. And they have, as I understand it, no police powers. This man is a traitor to his nation. Go on. Who's brought strife? When you wake up on a chilly winter morning, there's nothing better than a hot cup of Folgers. It's a Folgers commercial, right? <laughs> hey, honey, Folgers? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it subsides. Chromatic movement. I'm not sure why it's made you so angry. We talked about this earlier. I don't know what was going on there. I don't think there are any triplets in the national anthem. <laughs> ah, no syncopation in the national anthem. Well, that was reminiscent of the real anthem. This is scatting now about freedom. Oh, no, no, no. One banner, please. One banner. See if the last line has fidelity to the original. 
So far. And of the free. That chord is probably influenced by communism. And the home of the Tuning. Okay, well, it's that, at least he touched on the original anthem there at the end. Somebody texted, are you done yet? Commie. Who is that young firebrand? Anthony S- Hamilton. Somebody. Mm. Hamilton, eh? Takes the name of our founding fathers and then poops on the anthem. Poops on the anthem. Mm, that's my review. So somebody texted. Hamilton poops on anthem. National anthems are supposed to be stirring, not something you hum as you shop. I agree. Right? <laughs> not a catchy tune you hum along to. That was disgusting. I would have sat. But I turned my back. Were you kneeled, Mr. Kaepernick? Hmm? Hmm? Or I might have ran Who's onto the, the floor. Down? Hmm? I might have run onto the floor and performed a citizen's arrest. That would have been popular. <laughs> that would have been great. We could use the publicity. You become a household name, that's for certain. Oh, that is hilarious. I had a fantasy over the weekend, a journalistic fantasy maybe I'll share with you. Wow. I actually, wanted, you know, I almost, I'm glad I didn't say that. That would have been terrible. Did you almost say something terrible? Yes. On this President's Day. Yes, the I know. The holiest of all our fake holidays. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's Curry with a high bounce pass. Yes! Very little defense in the NBA All-Star Game. Final score is 303-302 in triple overtime. The winning team scored like 170 points or something, though, didn't it? Yeah. 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 It's pretty much the usual these days. Why would you play defense? What if you accidentally got hurt and ruined your life? Or hurt somebody else. Or hurt somebody else, right. A couple of quick odds and ends. Dish Network has its lowest subscriber number in 15 years. They lost me. Did did, did they? You you cut the cord? Yeah, it's just too expensive. Dish. I went with a different... I haven't cut the cord per se. I should. I bonged them. I'm there. I'm there. There's probably a plaque with my name up on, on the wall at the Dish headquarters. I'm the... Has but doesn't watch premium channels and hasn't called to try to negotiate down their bill in 10 years. Mm. I might pay the most of anybody in America. That'd be interesting to know. You are their fatted calf. Yeah. Other than elderly people that have since passed and are still paying the bill somehow. (laughs) Wow. I I might be at the very top. Wow. Another thing, Newt Gingrich is starting a podcast. Not about politics, but about history and stuff like that. That sounds like it'd be pretty darn good. Yeah. He's a teacher and whatnot. Yeah. I wonder if he knows that. I wonder if he knows that that the following is true, Jack. Harry S. Truman used to get up at five o'clock in the morning to practice the piano for two hours. Two hours? Yeah, it's too long. That's a long practice. Fascinating guy. You ever read the big biography of him by what's his name? I'd well. like to. <laughs> um, uh, 
that, even if I really wanted to do that, first morning, I'm, God, I'm tired today. Tomorrow I'll practice for three hours. Hit the snooze, go back to sleep. Two I wish hours. I hadn't brought it up. I'm feeling bad now about my current lack of discipline. Another odd and end. Supreme Court has decided to take up the legality of the Trump administration's census question that would ask whether or not oh, you're good. a U.S. citizen. That's the right, The Supreme yeah. Court is actually going to look at that. And That's appropriate. Good. I find Surely. the whole, yeah, people will be afraid to uh, answer that question, so that'll throw off the accuracy. Yeah, so we can't ask perfectly legitimate questions as we attempt to figure out who's in the country because our guess is they'll be afraid. That's no way to run a society. Isn't that well, a, I wasn't born here. Isn't that a slam dunk win with the Supreme Court? I would think so. Yeah, you can ask that on the census. Are we you a citizen many, or not? we got to know how many citizens we have. Oh, boy, that's I had a, a talk with a, a gent I do business with who just became an American citizen. I shook his hand and congratulated him. He's a hell of a nice guy. But he was describing the, the ins and outs and ups and downs, the expense, the time, the humiliation of our immigration system for those who follow the rules, which is a much less discussed aspect of our immigration system. But it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. It's abusive. Somebody announces... I want to do everything on the up and up. I want to follow the rules. I love this country. I want to become a citizen. We just punch them and kick them and waste their time and money over and over again. It's unbelievable. But you sneak in, you're fine. But this guy said, I made the conscious decision. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do it by the rules. And uh, it's an honorable decision. I'm not sure it was a great one. But, you know, I like the guy, and I'm glad he did it that way. Another odd and end. Remember the whole Jeff Bezos sharing his nudes with his mistress, she shares them with other people's story? Right. Um, came across this over the weekend. A woman, uh, she broke into her boyfriend's house while he was asleep. Jeez, if you got caught, you would be in big trouble. Anyway, she climbed through his window while he was asleep, found his iPhone, and deleted her uh, boob pics off of his phone. Because they'd been in a relationship. She'd sent him pictures, naughty pictures. Is this ex-boyfriend? Ex-boyfriend, yeah. They broke up. He didn't take it well. She was worried about him putting them out there as revenge porn or whatever. Wow. And so she got a hold of his phone and deleted them off of there. Which led to this Kinsey Institute study of sexting and that sort of thing. Uh, Surveyed 6,000 adults between the ages of 21 and 75. That's a pretty wide range. I'm not thinking 75-year-olds send a lot of nudie pics on their phones. Certainly hope not. 23% reported sharing the sex they received with an average of more than three different friends. Oh, my. So it's not uncommon to do what Bezos' mistress did is share the naughty pics with friends. That's why you got to make sure that, you know, it's framed nicely and you got good lighting. You know, it's going to be seen by a lot of people. Well, and exactly. the, I was thinking about to the uh, thinking back to the ex girlfriend thing. I mean, clearly she's guilty of breaking and entering. And I was wondering, you know, are those her pictures per se? But no, the rights go to the photographer, not the model. So yeah, she uh, committed two acts of theft there. On the other hand, if I was in her place, I might do the same thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. keep that in mind. It's common for people to share those in your moment of uh, togetherness. You might think it's just between us, but. Might not necessarily be. Probably ought to send them to us for safekeeping. Ugh, That's I don't want to see suggest. those. What? Look around you. You don't want to see the average person naked. Well, no. That's what the delete button's the for. The above average person? Of course, that'd be fine. That's what I'm saying. I don't want that. 
send those pictures to Joe. More presidential trivia on yeah, this President's on Day. So many fascinating facts already learned this morning. William Henry Harrison served the shortest presidency, dying just 32 days after he was elected. He was the gent who gave like the, the longest inaugural address in history, right? In the freezing rain, refused to wear a coat. I'm not sure. He died of pneumonia. I'm not sure a coat would have helped, but he died anyway. Well, he got hypothermia. Mm. You ever had the hypothermia? Mm. It's no joke, funny boy. <laughs> Ulysses S. Grant didn't only save the Union to a, uh, to a large degree, but he established Yellowstone as the nation's first national park in 1872. And finally this. Grover Cleveland. Whose name is Grover? <laughs> personally answered the White House phone. Oh, really? Hello, President. President here. What can I do for you? Grover, how are you, bro? I'm good. Who's this? Why, yes, my refrigerator is running. <laughs> You're the ambassador from where? <laughs> what year? Why that? do you care about my refrigeration device? <laughs> what? <laughs> what year was that? That was uh, 1901. I don't have the year in front of me. Cleveland. Uh, I Grover used... Cleveland. Well, see, this is tricky because he served two terms. Non-consecutive. Yeah. So it could have been either his uh, 85 to 89 run or his 93 to 97 run. Okay, so late 1800s. four years. So Sorry. the president was answering his own phone in the eight, late 1800s. Yeah. Ahoy, <laughs> Who's this, then? <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, 60 Minutes, another slice of McCabe on lying to investigators. Donald Jr. blasting defenders of actor uh, Jesse Smollett. And, again, saying goodbye to brick and mortar. Coming up. Huh. Is that the idiot woman who joined ISIS? Oh, my Yeah, gosh. little gal uh, headed to Syria and married three different ISIS guys. Now wants back into the States. Oh, God. Uh, not, not so much, sweetheart. Oh, God. Nope. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So, for some reason, this came up as a topic of conversation with my wife yesterday. How awful Boston baked beans are as a candy. Huh. And I noticed our vending machine area actually has them, so I bought some. I didn't know they were still uh, available. <laughs> they shouldn't be. Whew. They are not a good candy. What are they just exactly? I've had them, but they're candy-covered peanuts, years. but they just aren't that good. So is it like the peanut M&M without the chocolate? I don't know, but they're really hard. They're hurting my teeth. Ooh. Yeah. Boy, he's making cringy faces. Yeah. Interesting texture. <laughs> yeah. That was a candy for your parents' generation. And why do they still sell them? How many people? I'd like to know how many people are buying a bag of Boston baked beans over America there. America had just beaten back the Nazis <laughs> when I'd they relaxed about, with some nice Boston baked beans. Maybe six, seven people a year. <laughs> what a great candy. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, President Trump accusing former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe of treason. Trump went on Twitter this morning to respond to accusations made by McCabe during an interview with 60 Minutes, where he alleged Justice Department officials were discussing the possibility of invoking the 25th Amendment to move, remove rather Trump from office. Trump blasting McCabe on Twitter, saying it was a treasonous insurance policy that McCabe was issuing. During the course of last night's 60 Minutes interview with the former deputy director, uh, McCabe was asked about lying to investigators about authorizing a leak to the Wall Street Journal regarding his defense of an investigation into the Clinton Charitable Foundation. The journal went with the story, citing unnamed sources, the type of story that breaks in D.C. every day, 
Scott Pelley says during the investigation into the leak, though, the inspector general found... McCabe lied under oath three times when investigators asked if he was the source. And the inspector general concluded that McCabe leaked the story only to make himself look good, which would violate FBI regulations. McCabe says correcting a story that he believed would be an error was in the public interest. As for lying, McCabe told us that he was confused by the investigators' questions and distracted by the Comey crisis. There's absolutely no reason for anyone, uh, and certainly not for me, to misrepresent what happened. So, no. Did I ever intentionally mislead the people I spoke to? I did not. I had no reason to, and I did not. Lifetime FBI guy. Yeah. Second in command. Became top guy was so confused by the whole process of being questioned and answering questions that he accidentally said stuff that wasn't true. I'm supposed to believe that? And he was distracted by other things going on in his life. Good luck when you're in a courtroom and you uh, you lied to the FBI and you tell them, I was confused by the questions and I got a lot going on at work, so I was just distracted. Yeah, that's just sad. See if that helps you any. The president's son is blasting defenders of Jesse Smollett amid reports the Empire actor may have planned a reported racist and homophobic assault. Celebrities and several high-profile Democrats tweeted their support for Smollett at the time of the alleged attack. Today, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted, Hey, Hollywood and media types, I've noticed a lot of you deleted your hashtag justice for Jesse tweets. What's the matter? Don't you want justice for him anymore? At frauds. Now... You know, uh, who who wrote this piece? Uh, Kyle Smith in the National Review wrote a really good piece about how so many major media outlets reported the claim as fact. Yeah. Uh, for instance, the uh, where's the New York Times version of it? Um, where is it? That's funny. I can't find it. Oh, here it is. Jussie Smollett, one of the stars of the television show Empire, was attacked in Chicago by two assailants who yelled racial and homophobic slurs, tweeted the New York Times. Um, and and um, uh, Kyle Smith points out that all they had to do was add, says he was attacked by blankety blank. Right. But so many mainstream media outlets abandoned that normal way of doing things and writing about things. And I think that's revealing the enthusiasm they have for portraying Trump fans as vicious, violent racists. Well, Jill Abramson, who ran the New York Times newsroom, is on the trail right now pushing her new book, says the young people at the New York Times would say Trump is so bad that it's worth throwing out the rules. The right. journalistic rules, because this is an extreme case. GQ wrote, The racist homophobic attack on Jussie Smollett is far-right America's end game. Except that it didn't happen. And he made it up like so many of these things. And made it much more difficult to root out and deal with real racism. Way to go, Jussie, you wackadoo. Saying goodbye Close to- friend of Kamala Harris, by the way. Right. And supporter of her anti-lynching bill, some people believe this was a stunt partly to support that for his buddy. How's that baked bean treating you that you ate there, uh, Sean? 
It's, it's, a, a, it's a thing of the past. It's, it's a, a candy-coated yeah. peanut? My yeah. teeth hurt. They're really hard. It's like was, oh, toss me one, They're you? like chewing rocks. <laughs> it was, it was much stiffer than I was anticipating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay. I, don't I guess know. that's the baking part, right? Well, they, let's right. start with the fact that they're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> they look unappealing. Yeah. They're, they're, your your grandparents' candies. Yeah. On oh, final note, one final note: saying goodbye to brick and mortar. Oh, oh my geez. God, it's hard. <laughs> Was that your tooth? Wow, it sounded like your tooth crack. Um, that's it's a fairly stale peanut surrounded by candy and hard as a rock. Right. <sighs> Finally. <laughs> One final note. Payless, Anybody want these? <laughs> Payless Shoe Source is closing its 2100 stores and has begun a liquidation sale. Maybe they can open up in the corner of the nearest Sears. <laughs> the discount shoe sellers also discontinued all of its online sales. The company say the stores will remain open until at least the end of March. But goodbye, Payless. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. You people who more... Sorry, Squawky, that's our our eagle, our our bald eagle that we keep chained in the studio as a symbol of freedom. (laughs) (laughs) You people who decry the loss of big box stores. Right, yeah. Like that... uh, I want every town in America to look the same in the same way it did 10 years ago. So Payless came to town and put your local shoe store out of business. Shoe stores. Shoe stores out of business. And now when they go, it's supposed to be sad or something? I don't know. I want things to stay the same, is what everybody says. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. More presidential <laughs> trivia, if you'd like it. I got oh. reams of it. Who wouldn't? Reams. I don't know much about this girl that joined ISIS. I see her up on the TV being interviewed. She Was she in that last holdout of ISIS there in that village? Yeah, I don't know, but she was married to three different jihadis. I have a feeling they each met a, a rough end at the hands of a coalition. She'd probably, you know, oh, time to marry another one. Well, she's lucky to be still alive. Not yeah. a lot of upward mobility for unwed women in the uh, the ISIS ranks, I'm guessing. Ooh, apparently Jeez. not. So she wants to come back to, to Alabama, her home. And I think we're trying to decide what to do with her. Yeah. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Conscience of the nation. Okay, so Sean's got a little game here for us. Go ahead. How's this work? So last week was Valentine's Day. Right. And there was a gentleman who, when his wife said, I would like tulips for Valentine's Day, he thought she said turnips. So he bought her turnips instead. And I want you to picture and in, in, in your mind, and you guys at home, everybody at home, you can play the home version. Think of what a gentleman who makes that mistake would sound like. <laughs> and now I'm going to play you the audio of it, okay. and I want to see if what you thought matches up with what he actually sounds like. There we go. <laughs> well, the first thing popped in my mind was, uh, I thought you said turnips. No, I said tulips, and I was like, uh, but when you went, we was going to bed, I misunderstood you, and uh, yeah, I really did a blue-boo on that one. We're going to let her cook them. I went out and got the 
tulips and the balloon to make it up for what I did to boo-boo. Yeah, everything's fine now. He tried really hard, so everything's good to go. You know what? <laughs> what strikes me about that is that's a sweet couple. Absolutely. They're happy together. God bless them. How'd they end up on the local news? No woman wants turnips, though, you idiot. Well, I miss her. She said, I thought she was turnip. I thought that's weird, but I just went to sleep. I love her, so I'm getting her turnips. By God, I'm going to go get the best turnips you've ever seen. My baby says she wants turnips. Well, guess what my baby's going to get? You heard me. Turnips. Ah, boy. That's a nice, nice couple there. Odd taste, but nice couple. Um, hmm. Do we know what percentage of the country doesn't work on President's Day? Mm. I'm thinking it's far less than 50%. I don't know. I might be horrified at how many people are in government at the city, county, state, and federal level. Oh, I've already, uh, I'm already horrified by that. Well, that's true, <laughs> even without the number. <laughs> right. But anyway, if you are working on this President's Day like we are, then I don't know what. We'll commiserate or meet at the bar or something. Else. Or something. Yeah. Well, here we are for you. I hope you appreciate it. How about a little more presidential trivia? Sure. Just a little. How much time do you need for the other stuff we're doing? I got a lot of it, but, you know. Uh, I don't know. Eh. A few minutes. Eh. Mentioned to you earlier that uh, uh, the Grover Cleveland personally answered the White House phone in the late 1800s. Calvin Coolidge, Cal, no, uh, Calvin Coolidge, yeah, refused to use the telephone at all while in office. That's odd, isn't it? Hmm. What are you going to do? Thought maybe you'd have a comment. I on that. They didn't have text messaging back then. How did he communicate? Was it just all pen? You had to come talk to him in person, or you'd call his uh, people as people would come to him. I'm not jabbering on that uh, talky device. First president born in a hospital. Marshall, can you name him? Nixon. No, but excellent guess. It was Jimmy Carter. Oh, really? Elected in 1976. It's probably worth mentioning just for modern people. Right. The vast, 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 vast majority of people were born at home until my dad fairly was, recently. My dad yeah. wasn't born in a hospital. That just blew my mind. I didn't even consider the fact that it was so recent before it was just regular to be born in a hospital. Yeah. Hoover just before the Great Depression, approved the Star-Spangled Banner as the national anthem. Really? Yeah. As oh, recently well. slaughtered by some guy named Hamilton at the NBA All-Star Game. Yeah. <laughs> well. No, there's no well in the Star-Spangled Banner. What about a second one? Well, you're going to be jailed. Well, you're a communist. <laughs> Not sure that's a, that's a sign of communism. <laughs> Only president who... Was not a member of a political party. It's obvious. Anybody? Oh, Somebody? Washington. Bueller? G.W. Washington. Yeah. G.W. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So the only thing that I could possibly think that would be relevant to uh, to to caring about President's Day really would be just dang. It's that's not supposed to be like this, where everybody talks about the president all the time, the way it has been most of my adult life. If you follow politics at all, and even for a lot of people who don't, all the conversations about the president. That's not the way the system's supposed to work. That wasn't the point. But it has become that because right. we're, we're just, as a, as a beast, we're designed to want a king. I guess. I guess that's why we do it. Or it's just simpler to think everything that's going well is because this guy's great, and if things are going bad, it's because this guy's terrible. To th- and thank him or... Everything right. at the city, county, state, right. or federal level that's not the president. Right. We want to thank or blame one person. It's weird. 
Franklin Pierce appointed his cabinet, no turnover his entire term. Okay. Finished with the same cabinet. Fantastic. Do you enjoy uh, cabinetry uh, trivia, Jack? <laughs> First president to view the Pacific Ocean? U.S. Grant. I've viewed it many times. I'm not impressed. Speaking of the cabinet, I, I heard Bob Woodward say this. The cabinet has become a ceremonial position. The presidents now make the decisions of all these departments in their office with their own people. And they hire a cabinet secretary to be a figurehead that they don't even talk to. Remember how Obama famously had never talked to most of these people? It's because they right. don't really have any power. They don't do anything. Yeah. The president decides everything. That's a good point. That's a good point and somewhat disturbing. So uh, my final one, unless you want more. <laughs> John Tyler, first veep to ascend to the presidency. When I think it was, what's his name? Harrison? Uh, now I'm getting confused. But anyway, so uh, he became uh, he became the president. He didn't make an inaugural address, and he never ran for office. He said he had no interest in it. Uh, last of the Whig party. That's right. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Zachary Taylor Whig. and Millard Fillmore. Whigs as well. Whig. Whigs. Cool Whig. Whig. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> cool Whig. Uh, let's see. The other thing I noticed when I was looking over this, too, that the first... So Washington was unaffiliated. Adams was a Federalist. And then the next one, two, three, four were all Democrat slash Republican. Right. Yep. Seems weird in modern times. Well, and yeah, it's party names name. mean different things throughout time. So, yep. Um, how many push-ups can you do? I know Marshall's planning on doing ten push-ups yes. come May. Yes, nine. I believe nine. Uh, nine push-ups. Right. Okay. Uh, they did this study. Your yeah. how many push-ups you can do is a great insight into your cardiovascular health. If you can do more than 40 push-ups, that's a lot of push-ups. I've never been able to do 40 push-ups in my life. You had a 96% lower risk of heart disease compared well, yeah, to those people who can do less than 10. spectacular shape. Yes. People who could do between 11 and 20 had a 64% lower risk than people that? who could do less than 10. Uh, 11, and, 11 to 20? Yeah, you know, be where I, I am. I can get to 11. I think I can do 11. I can, even after my recent surgery. I did 11 the other day because my wife did 10. So oh, I had to prove that right. I could do one more push-up. Wow, there you go. <laughs> Snatch that king's crown right back off her head. If she had done 12, I'm not sure I could have done 13, though. In fact, I'm pretty sure I couldn't. Wow. All she had to do was hold out. Do a couple more. <laughs> but anyway, so um, where are you on this list? Can you do it 11 to 20, less than 10? Really predicts your cardiovascular health, which is some pretty important health right there. Gerald Ford once worked as a fashion model for Cosmopolitan and, and Look. Again, that's Cosmopolitan and Look magazines. Yeah, he was a college, college football star, so yeah. he was a stud. Handsome devil. Yep. Mm-hmm. Final thoughts with Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Never before have so few done so little for no one in particular. All right. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Here's your host, All right. Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, Michelangelo, what's your final thought? Uh, yeah, this weekend Jack went and filled his uh, pickup with full of snow, and while he was up there, he also cut down his Christmas tree for this year. Mm. So That was my plan, yes. Marshall Phillips, final thought? You know, on this President's Day, I'm remembering all the chief executives I have met over the years. I have met Harry S. Truman, Dwight Eisenhower, Richard Nixon, and Bill Clinton. Hmm. Fabulous. Like, actually met, met them? Yes. I've only got Ford on that list. Yeah. Hmm. Ah, uh, positive, Sean. Your final thought? Yeah, markets are closed today. So once again, I ask: If my money's not at work, why am I? <laughs> Good question. 
Uh, Jack, do you have a final thought you'd like to share with us? If you're going to, on this President's Day, if you're going to read anything about a president, don't make it about the current president. Pick a popular or consequential president from history and read a little about that person and not the current goings-on, back and forth, most of it crap. My final thought is Chester A. Arthur, when he was in the White House, had a temperance group, an anti-drinking group, come to visit him. And he told him, I may be president of the United States, but my private life is my own damn business. Wow. How about old Chet Arthur? Yeah. And a boy, I'll raise a glass to you tonight, Chet. Boy, he'd wherever be, you may be. He'd be a high on the list of presidents I have no opinion of or couldn't name anything that they did. Told off a bunch of nosy pants. We've only had, what, 46 presidents? Nobody knows. There's probably 30 of them that I couldn't name one thing they did. Well, that's kind of sad. You claim to love this country, and yet you didn't know that Bill Clinton was the first president to be a Rhodes Scholar, did you? I would have guessed that one. Okay. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Under hot links, we get the links we've talked about. You can email us anytime. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. You see something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Yeah, we will see tomorrow a real workday. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you and good night. But the show's over. What? Bye-bye. He tried really hard, so everything's good to go. Armstrong and Getty.